0: Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. We cordially welcome you to the official LifeEternal.info podcast, all the way from the crossroads of America, the Hoosier State of Indiana, where we aim to bring you the latest prophetic news and health research with our overall mission is to connect you closer to God and his beloved son. This is Mike, the Bible worker, and I have the honor and privilege to be with you for today's broadcast. Like always, you can reach us via our website at lifeeternal.info or you can email us at contact at lifeeternal.info. A very special welcome where you may be, friends. We are back with episode 24 of the official lifeeternal.info podcast. And we are now recording this episode from the state of Illinois. Why? Well, we got a special guest. We have the director of Lifeline Wellness Institute with us, Ramon Arizara Jr. Ramon, can you please greet the people listening?
1: Hello, everyone from lifeeternal.info. We're really happy to be here.
0: So, Ramon, um, before we begin talking about health, because this is what Lifeline does, can you just give us a brief introduction? What is Lifeline Wellness Institute?
1: Yes, basically, it's a lifestyle center where people come with Different health conditions, they come here to transform their health, and we facilitate that. We have a two-week program that people come in, so they board with us, and they really see live and active what it is to just have life transformation changes, and that's what we do.
0: Okay, and, and Ramon, how long have you been here at Lifeline, would you say? Uh, Ten years. Ten years. 10 years. Yes, 10 years. Okay, and before Lifeline, what were you doing in your, before life in a sense?
1: I was doing something totally different. I was um, actually doing engineering work, which is really interesting for the difference of type of line of work. So I was working in corporate America and having a good life, you could say, or a fictitious good life, I would say, in the corporate environment.
0: Okay, you had a corporate job prior to coming here. What persuaded you to come to Lifeline and to stay at Lifeline now for 10 years?
1: You know, it it was actually, I believe it's Scott that did that miracle. Because I mean, I wasn't even, this was not even my radar. So we had an opportunity to come here for training. And I was really, um, you know, very impressed by the simplicity of how God uses the simple remedies and healing methods to change the life of a person. And that impresses a lot that we started coming here to help. And all of a sudden, you know, God started the ball moving, really rolling very quickly, where he um, changed my environment. And I decided to come and visit more often, decided to sell my house. We were thinking of moving to the country and sold my house, and the house sold faster than we expected. We knew that God was moving us, so we didn't know where to go. So all of a sudden, since we've been participating and helping frequently at Lifeline, we decided to ask, hey, can we stay for a month until we figure out
0: where we're going to buy and where we're going to go next? And the rest is history, you know. Okay. So you mentioned something interesting about helping people get healthy. Do you think God wants healthy people? No, absolutely. I mean,
1: we are to reflect the whole image of God, you know, and we have to be able to reflect it in all our capabilities. And it speaks volumes when, you know, you have energy and you're healthy. To reveal that image of God, it is actually attractive when you see somebody that it's healthy. It's attractive to to speak to that person and to see what that person has to say and how they live. Yes, well, why would you say? Why are so many people unhealthy then? One of the major factors is just an unbalanced lifestyle. I mean, we are running around a lot and really not having any balance, and, and we are just very traditional. You know, we just follow along with what we grew up and never consider, you know, that health is actually a priority until it hits us.
0: Okay. Now balance. Okay. In what aspects is the general society or the general world not balanced? Can you elaborate on that, please?
1: You know, our, our body is designed by God. And it's interesting that everything has a rhythm and our biological clocks or rhythms are very important to dictate how our bodies operate with different circumstances. So I believe that, you know, not following along with God's pattern of how he designed us, especially the circadian rhythms that God designed us, it's one of the key items that I see people struggling with.
0: Okay, because I know, I I believe it was like a month ago or two months ago, I did bring up in our health report the importance of... um, eating hours, you know, because of the circadian rhythm. Would you confirm with me that eating hours is important, right?
1: Absolutely. So the most important clock is a suprachiasmatic nucleus, which SCN is S-E-N. in your pineal gland. It's dictated by the sunlight exposure in the morning, and that dictates all the clocks of your body. But then you have the microbiome and the liver that they are controlled by also that clock, but also your patterns of eating So our bodies go through phases of anabolism or catabolism where they construct and deconstruct the nutrients that you have and also construct the new cells and building blocks for the body. And it does it at a rhythm. It doesn't do it whenever you want to. It has a rhythm when it does these things. So, for example, you know, your liver starts a process of cleansing the blood at a certain period of time. And these are very important. If you keep them, if you keep them how God designed them, you're gonna see a lot of benefits. So for example, you know, through the night, the body is not in alert mode or stress. The body is not in digestion. And basically what it uses the body is to actually clean or detox, they call detox or or cleansing or healing the body. So happens through the night. But it only happens if you give that option, because the body will always prioritize digestion over detoxing and healing. So so if you keep that in
0: mind, then you could see how, how it all balances out. So when is the last time or the last minute, the last hour we should have a meal in the evening? If you
1: take into account that your digestive capability goes down at the end of the day, and it makes sense, right? Because... You're going to go horizontal. You're going to go to bed and you're going to sleep. Your body doesn't really need that energy for anything, right? So if you start dwindling, you're changing your eating habits to, you know, maybe the last meal at around 4 p.m., you give that ability for the body to really take advantage of the detox. So it takes, you know, a regular meal, healthy meal. It will take, you know, around four to four and a half hours of digestion and, um, if you can, you know, calculate four hours of digestion, you end up around eight, your body's getting ready to releasing melatonin. When you release melatonin, what happens is melatonin really goes into the pancreas and deactivate the insulin production in the pancreas. So it's kind of telling you, hey, you know what, it's time to kind of curtail your eating habits or your meals. Because you're going to start another process in the body. So this is very important, actually. I, I feel that this is one of the most important
0: things sometimes that we overlook. So, all right, let's say, for example, the majority of people, they get off work at 5 o'clock, Ramon, right? Let's be honest, right? When you worked in corporate America, what time were you off? Were you off at 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 5, 6? It was at 5. Okay, so five. the majority of everyone in the West, right, gets off at 5. Would you recommend for them to eat as soon as, as they get home at 5.30? Or would you recommend for them to have a big breakfast in the morning before they go to work, a nice-sized lunch, let's say 1 o'clock, and then fast from 1 p.m. all the way to 6, 7 in the morning? Or would you have them eat a meal at 5.30, 6 o'clock when they get home? What, what would you say?
1: Oh, so so every circumstance is different, you know, but I would say that um you could go with lighter, fast-to-digest food In the evening, you know, if you're going to eat like X6, for example, go with meals that are quick to digest. What's a quick
0: meal to digest? You know,
1: a toasted bread would do that. Um, Maybe a soup. Um, Stay away from vegetables because vegetables really take a long time to digest. Maybe um, a simple smoothie or fruit. They're really quick to digest. They go through the system. You know, maybe if you start eating that at six by eight, you're already, you know, okay, completely adjusted. So things that are simple that could could do just to keep you going, you know,
0: a broth or something like that would work. Uh, okay. You've been here now, you mentioned 10 years. What would you say is the primary reason people come to the center and see you, Ramon?
1: That's a very loaded question, actually. Um, I, would, I would like
0: to have a simple answer for that. Um, as far as, general, as... Let's make it just a general, general right? Let's just you know, say, you know, I, 50% of people come here because... What you spoke about—they were eating late, their bodies weren't detoxing, and they had all these toxins. What would you say then? I
1: see that. Yes, there there is a, a problem with toxemia what in is the that? body. Well, but basically, the body has more toxins accumulated okay. than than it's releasing from the body. So they're
0: not detoxing at night. Their the body, yeah. yeah,
1: the body's yep. not detoxing, and, and the reasons because of that unbalanced lifestyle, okay. you know, it's just not allowing the body to do its job. So now they're accumulating these toxins. Um, these toxins, the body is not going to leave them around. They're just going to accumulate in fat cells. Now their metabolism slows down. And and, and they just have all these, you know, it starts cascading
0: to different problems that that they see. But would you say then a reason why a lot of people are overweight is because they're not detoxing? They're not detoxing and they're de- dehydrated, most of them. So the majority of people that we see overweight are dehydrated, meaning they're not drinking Enough water Correct. and they're eating late meals. Let's be honest, people that live in urban areas, they tend to eat late because you know the lights are on, you know, they want to go out with their friends, especially if they're single or they're just newlyweds, they want to have that late seven, eight o'clock small plates or whatever, have a steak dinner, you know what I mean? So you would you say then what you see today in society, what you see here at the center is the two primary reasons it's not enough water. And eating too late and their body's not detoxing.
1: Right. That's one of the biggest things. And and also, you know, to add to that, I would say that probably 80% of the people we see, they suffer from sleep deprivation. So Mm. they're not sleeping well. Either they're not able to get to sleep or stay at sleep. So that's one of the big ones that it's a common denominator in many of them. So the first two you mentioned, you know, dehydration eating late, and then sleep. It's a very common pattern in the majority of the people we
0: see. What, why aren't people sleeping? What, what would you say is the primary reason? Why aren't people sleeping? Are you staying up watching Netflix or something? Reruns or movies or what, what is it? We're
1: adding too many things to our, our lifestyle, you know? And again, you know, you're, you're talking about a city life where you have to commute probably, you know, you want to get things done. You want to make sure that, you know, at least I have some time for myself to do the things that I like to do. And maybe, you know, maybe it's a Netflix or or reading or or social media or whatever it is. You know, I just want to get that done before I go to sleep. And it just takes long times or just listening to the news at night and things of that sort. That would not cause you to sleep, by the way. You know that um, your body at certain times says, okay, I'm ready to start, you know, detoxing and healing but I would not do that if I'm in stress mode. If hmm. I'm in stress mode, it's just not going to happen. Stress is a pro- Is the number one priority of the body. So, you know, listening to news and things at night is not going to give you a sound sleep. So it's just, you know, practices that we have. And, and also, you know, lack of exercise. People don't spend time on the sun. They don't have, you know, some exercise. They're sitting all day, which it's, one of the biggest causes of disease is sitting all day. So these issues are very prevalent in our society today. Hmm.
0: What are some easy fixes then? Let's say, for example, people don't have money now, you know, inflation and all this stuff. What are some easy fixes people could do that won't cost them maybe a single dollar in a cent? All right. We talked about water, right? They have to drink water. Right. They have to get some rest. They need a... Have their last big meal at least by four o'clock. If you're gonna, if you have to eat at six o'clock, seven o'clock, have a smoothie. What other recommendations would you would you recommend here to our audience
1: for simple things to do? You just mentioned some that do not cost any money, and I and I agree we should have things that do not cost anybody. One, One of the things is that our environment it's a big factor. It's one of the determinants of health. So. We have very little control of our environment. Sometimes it's like, okay, I have a stressful job. I have to commute 45 minutes each way to to work, and now I don't have time for exercise. So so these are things that we are facing in our society because, you know, it's just life in downtown or mm-hmm. that life in town. So we can probably make our health a priority. Now, one of the things we teach here at the program is finding your Purpose, your God-given purpose. You know, when you have find that purpose, it just you make the sacrifices you need to do what you like to do or what God created you to do, right? Mm. And once you identify those things, you take care of the things that are important to you. For example, you know, an athlete would make the decisions and it will make the sacrifices that he need because it's going for a goal. So if you find your purpose, and it's something that you everybody should probably figure out. What has God created me? What, what are the things? Because everybody has a different fingerprint. Everybody is different. God has purpose for everyone. Once you find that out, I mean it's easy to make then the sacrifices to adapt to to whatever God made you. So, you know, exercise do not need to, to be two hours in a gym. It could be, you know, 12 minutes and it should be enough for it for you. There's so many options, you know, probably prioritizing on water, you know, get a water bottle, get a good water bottle. You could get it in Marshall's, in Walmart, any of these places. You plastic? Get, Should people buy plastic bottles? No, no, bottles? just, you know, glass like or, or stainless, stainless steel. steel, yeah. Okay. And just buy one and make it part of your or of your life, you know, you're part of your body. People have their cell phones, that get a water bottle. And make sure, you know, if it's hard for you Put A timer every 30 minutes, sip a little bit of water every 30 minutes and just ring that bell notification hey, 30 minutes have passed by, let me drink my water. And it, these are simple things that you can do that are not very hard, they're very cheap to do, and you'll see the mileage in a week. I mean, it's just you know, wow, I just this is different, I can sleep better. I'm going to the bathroom better, I'm feeling better, I lost two pounds already, how could it be? I just started drinking water only more frequently, you know? Um, sometimes people say I drink a lot of water, but they just gulp that water, you know, at one, two, three times in a day, and basically they pee most of that water. which mm. It's okay, but it just doesn't absorb. You have to absorb it very little, very frequently. So just simple th- tips like this
0: go a long way. Stress, you mentioned stress. I mean, we live in a society where stress is everywhere, right? I mean, work and family and just bills, everything is stressful now. Is there a correlation between you're stressed out about life and you don't know your purpose? Is that is that a correlation or am I just shooting blanks in the air? No, that's a bad combination. Really?
1: That's a really bad combination because it just gets you to a point where it's just really hard to to look up and see, you know, that there's hope, you know. When you have no purpose and then you have all the stress, what we tell people is the following. It says, you know, if you don't have a purpose, you're going to be a slave of someone or something. Somebody's going to take over and control your life. It's either someone at work or whatever you're following that it's not purpose-driven is going to take control of your life. And when you're, control- when you're a slave, then you know what you're to? going home and just i just need to binge on netflix or i just need to just go through these patterns of of escape that really have no purpose or goal in your life and um it is very important to find purpose because then you're not going to be a slave you know where you're going and whatever doesn't fit that
0: purpose is not important for you to to spend the time so so if people could basically then in a sense be more connected with god they could be less stressed out. And if they're less stressed out, they're a little bit healthier. And if they could apply some basic healthy principles to their life, in a sense, they could be in a good avenue to go to the next day, the next year in perfect health, right? Would you say that? Uh, absolutely. That's kind of the key. You know, you see, we talked about stress and
1: we're going to have stress all over. I mean, things are not going to go. Circumstances are going to happen, but the circumstances should not dictate who we are, how, where we're going. Now, since they're going to happen and they happen very frequently in these days, one of the things that we need to to figure out is that we need to have an intentional way of dealing with stress. So you got to be intentional. It's not going to change because your circumstances change. So for example, that time of, you know, meditating on the word of God, it is intentional. You're not it's not gonna come, it's not gonna say, okay, I feel good today to to meditate. No, you gotta be intentional with it. The time to be grateful for. I mean, I was just look, we we study the book of Daniel here in the program. And you could see that, you know, any problem that Daniel faced, which was really life, you know, ending type of stressors, he went and prayed and gave thanks to God. That's what he did. And I was like, what? You know, you should have been like, oh my goodness, I'm gonna, this is gonna happen to me. No, he goes in and pray. Thank you, God, for all these things. So that doesn't come just by, hey, you know, I have a mindset or a mindset that it's positive mindset. It just comes with intentional looking after God. And you have to take that time to do that.
0: So in a sense, what you're saying then here is we should be intentional about everything. Intentional about our connection with God. Intentional about drinking water intentional about not eating late. Yes, I believe a lot of reasons, one of the reasons why we're not intentional is because we don't know what are facts. I mean, there's so many ideas out there. Everyone, people say, do this or do that, do this, do that. I mean, it's just so much information that you're overloaded. You don't know what to decide. What is truth? What is error, you know? That's the issue. And like, how can someone test these models like you mentioned Daniel in the Bible I know the Bible has a lot of stories about what we've spoken about right that's a good test what else would you say
1: yeah I mean the word of God is the first place to start and also ask God for revelation and just to open your eyes basically it says you know what God open my eyes so that I can use my common sense that you gave me and see the things that are out there I mean it's not hard I mean God didn't didn't design you to become a nutritionist to know what to eat. Yep. I mean, God didn't design you to be a, a scientist to figure out how to live a healthy life. It's, that doesn't make any sense, okay? So just use common sense. I mean, you just go how God originated or originally created things and then just live up by it, you know? Hey, you know what? God ori- Originally, He said, you know, basically the lights, the stars and the sun and the moon are are for, for a reason there, for determining the times. Okay, then let me see what the times are. Oh, you see that I'm, I'm diurnal. So meaning that when there's sunlight, I should take advantage of work and labor and do other things that I need to do. When it's night, I should just make sure that I, I go to rest. But, you know, everything that man puts his hand on messes it up. So mm-hmm. we get confused and our confusion is not because there's all these models. Our confusion is because we look at what man does instead of what God has done, and we get confused. But if we look at what God did in creation and how he set things up, it's very simple. You know, for example, people tell me, oh, you know, what should I eat, and what should I not eat, and how much protein, and all these things? What should I do with these things? And I said, well, you know, it's not science. It's not rocket science. Look, God created the things that are out there that are easily available to you put from how you picked it up and put it in your hands. Eat as much as you want from all those things. The things that need a little bit of more processing that, you know, for example, people say, oh, I should eat how many nuts and all these things. Hey, you know what? How many almonds can you eat in a day? Think about how they are in nature, how to open that almond, how to take it out, take all that fiber out and and the shell and dry it so you can eat it. It takes a little bit of resources. It's not an easy thing. Now, if you go to Trader Joe's, it's a bag of almonds. You see, when man puts his hand on it, it messes it up. So just look at how God created things. Mm. It's simple. It's very simple. Oh, coconut oil is good or coconut that. You know, just look. Just see how hard it is to open a coconut and and get it to where you can eat it nicely so use common sense and and ask God for it you know ask God hey allow me to open my eyes and see what you've done not what men has
0: done because they'll mess it up so it's it's simple you know I understand so let's say for example if someone's interested in in learning more about health and and let's say they want to do the program can they reach you and can they contact the the Wellness Institute here, is that is that something people could do?
1: That's right. They can do that. They can go to our website, lifelinewellnessinstitute.org, and they can find the information to contact us or classes or videos or anything like that. Yes.
0: Okay. Any last-minute words you want to give to our audience before we we end this episode? What would you say?
1: Yeah, I mean, God created us to, to fulfill a purpose, and the purpose is to reflect His image. And if you leave according to His guidance and instructions, and if you don't know, just ask God for revelation. He says, you know, whoever lacks wisdom, ask for it, and I'll give it to you. And that's the only thing you, you should do, you know, and it's very simple. Health is simple. It's accessible because it needs to be reproducible. And you cannot find health on a video or a class, or anywhere. Health is an experience, something you know because you mm. tasted it. Mm-hmm. And once you know and you taste it, you know, there's so many people that will be willing to follow along of your life experience. You could give them that option that they didn't have before. Um, never push anything on anyone. You know, your environment is your environment. Just give the option to the environment. Experience it yourself first and live according to... You know, your best
0: knowledge of what God has given you and then thrive, thrive with purpose. Amen. Thank you, Ramon, for spending here a half an hour with us. And we just pray that the um, Lifeline Wellness Institute continues being a blessing to others, to the staff, to the volunteers, and especially to the participants. And, friends, again, if you have any questions, you could always reach Ramon Irizarra Jr., the director of Lifeline Wellness Institute, at his website. And if you guys have any additional questions or comments, you could always reach us at lifeeternal.info. So Ramon, thank you. And we'll pray that God continues to bless you here at at the center. Excellent. Thank you, Michael. Brothers and sisters, as we go our separate ways, we at lifeeternal.info would like to thank you for your time and support. We pray that the grace of God, our Father, and His Son, Jesus Christ, fill your hearts and minds with all love, truth and joy. May Christ our Lord richly bless you mightily, and may He use you in His Father's vineyard. Stand strong, stay faithful, and may the love of freedom continually dwell in your hearts. Amen and maranatha.